0: Time for us to get into our conversation for this week where we are talking about self-sabotage. What is it that makes it so some of us undercut our own success or we sabotage ourselves? We are our own biggest enemy. What is that about? And have you noticed with yourself perhaps or someone else that there are tendencies to self-sabotage? What do you think causes that? And if you've seen it in yourself... How have you addressed it? Give us a call on 11 883 Send us your SMSs on three one seven zero two, And your WhatsApp messages on 0727021702. Joined, as always, by our resident clinical psychologist, Dr. Kosi Giane Dr. Gianne, a very good morning to you. Always a pleasure having you on the show. A hey, very good morning to you too, Googs. Always a pleasure to be here. The concept of sabotaging oneself is such an interesting one because you would think that you yourself, you would be the one person that wouldn't sabotage yourself. That, you know, maybe your family members um, have it out for you. Your co-workers have it out for you. um, Other people would sabotage you. But the idea of sabotaging oneself almost seems contradictory because surely you want the best for yourself. So why would you we sabotage sh- yourself?
1: Yeah, we, we should want the best for ourselves. And I think <laughs> on the deepest granular level of our being, we do want the best for ourselves. And the fact that we can stand in our own way you know become the traffic the roadblock the stumbling block in our own way we score our own goals is tells us that there's something very counterintuitive very counterproductive and very counter not just our survival but counter to our thriving which then suggests to me there's something very deep about self sabotage Right. It's not just and, and we can look at it and and, and, and when I say that I just wanna kind of deepen that trajectory of 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 understanding and digging into. And I find the work of Carolyn Mays very, very instructive in understanding how the saboteur is actually not just a thing, but it's a deep phenomenon. And she talks about it as through the archetypal lens and it is just how deep it it runs through the grain of who we are as human beings at both the individual and various levels collective levels of our humanity.
0: Mm-hmm. I read an interesting bit on TikTok about why sometimes because i imagine there are a variety of reasons depending on the circumstance but why some of us do sabotage ourselves when, you know, you would think instinctively, you know, our brains, our bodies are geared for survival. Why would we sabotage ourselves? And it said for some people, self-sabotage is a way of managing disappointment or managing or feeling like you're in control. Because if you're going to destroy a thing or undermine the thing or make sure it doesn't survive, whatever it is, a relationship, uh, a job, something you really want, then you always know how it's going to end. It's going to end badly. And they were saying that it is a way of managing anxiety and so a way of potentially exerting or exercising or feeling like you have a little bit of control. Because if I if I know that this relationship will end, this job will end, this nice thing that I really want will end, then I know. I don't have I don't have to worry about what could happen or what if. And I thought that was so interesting, that it's a way of I guess managing anxiety and feeling like you're in control. Because you know how it will end.
1: Uh-huh. So isn't that such an interesting convoluted way in which we we manage ourselves through life? In, in by in a sense, it's about as you say, controlling the end, and it is about keeping ourselves small, because we often say, "Oh, fear of failure." Mm-hmm. Actually, our fear is not so much of the failure; it's fear. You know, expressed so aptly by Marianne Williamson, that our deepest fear is not our inadequacy; it is that we are powerful beyond measure. And 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 and, and, and you know, to to rise to that says that it raises the bar of expectations, both our own and society.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 therefore, it is better that we lower the bar, that nobody expects starting with us. We expect less and less from ourselves and therefore we can't fail. And so it is a, a twisted way in which we control our fate to the lowest possible common multiple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the education system, you know, the pass mark at 20 or 30%. And, and the tragedy is that, is that we hit that, we achieve that.
0: Mm-hmm. And so it is, you know, to the point about, so sometimes it's not about managing or about terrible things. So you're trying to prevent, uh, I guess, bad or difficult mm-hmm. things from happening. Sometimes yeah. it is about preventing good stuff. So I don't want to get the promotion. Um, because then while now I'll be expected to perform at a particular level, I don't want to get this thing because then there will be, um, you know, there'll be attention, there'll be expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in this relationship because um, maybe there's vulnerability. Um, They'll find out, you know, how scarred or traumatized I am, and maybe they'll reject me. So sometimes, and I think often it is about the good stuff. Really good affirming, maybe things that are positive that you really want, that you Mm -hmm. then think, well, maybe I don't, I don't deserve this thing or I Uh shouldn't have this thing. So it's also about, it feels as if when we sabotage ourselves, it's also about how we see ourselves, less about the other thing, but about how you see yourself at that time. I don't deserve this really nice thing, this really good Uh affirming
1: thing right and it is how we language ourselves right it is how we create uh, catches, excuses blame procrastinate deny doing thinking and behaving our way to what's against what we know to be our highest and best possibility but also
0: i think when we talk about self-sabotage it's very vague Um, what exactly are we talking about? What are the ways in which you can sabotage yourself? I think when we Uh think of sabotage, we think of very big things. So if you think of the context in which we hear about sabotage, it would be, you know, someone steals a document from their company and sells it to a competitor. That's sabotage. Yes, or someone does something against the state um, and that is sabotage. Sabotage is such a big word that Uh I think maybe for some of us, we, we're not entirely sure how it relates to the everyday. Right. And when we're talking about self-sabotage, it is very much about some of the things we're doing, uh, both, I smallest. guess, in the smallest ways. So what are uh-huh. some of the ways in which we can be sabotaging ourselves in what seem to be pretty harmless, everyday,
1: ordinary uh-huh. ways? Aha. Uh-huh you know one of the ways that i like to uh, and, and and this for me when i when i talk at schools to young people i always say you know it's so easy to come through the lens of victim and because and again archetypally it is one of our survival archetypes is the victim we are born into the first one being the the archetype of the child we are all born into uh, uh, as children and there is a helplessness through that. And it's very easy to then slip into and stay in the victim archetype. And this is where we talk about how the world is, is geared against us. And one of the ways in which we do that, and again, I come back to how I talk to this uh, at schools, is that it is so easy for us to look at, oh, I come from a, a poor family. We don't have this, we don't have that, we don't... And we look at the emptiness and the absence of. And, 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 and the thing about it is that, yes, at the surface of it, it is all true. It may very well all be true. But that's the starting point. The archetype of the saboteur then comes in where we look at, where we need to look at how are we scoring, scoring our own goal. How is it that... When I come from poverty, the simplest way, when I come from poverty, how do I then make things even worse for myself? So, for example, simple example is how does having a child as a teenager who can't provide for yourself and for the child, how does that help you get out of the situation that you were born into? Can you see how you were born into, let's say, a certain level of victimhood, but how you then sabotage yourself even more by doing things that actually aggravate that situation. Not just for yourself, but for other people as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So looking at, so often, there are very specific structural reasons for the way uh-huh. things are. Um mm. And overwhelmingly, there are very clear structural reasons, and you see it in a sure. country like ours. Um mm. But I guess, and I I mean, there's always this like tension of, you know, just how much autonomy do you have in the context of, Uh you know, overwhelming structural conditions. But if we're talking about, you know, so, you know, what are some of the things that could potentially exacerbate or make worse some of the things that Uh have happened already? And, uh-huh. in the case where, you know, maybe if we're talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, some of your needs are met. the very basic ones food, shelter, water, mm-hmm. those are met. Yeah. Um, then I guess we can start talking about very different things about, well, so then how do you then attain, I guess, the other things, um uh-huh. the things around maybe you do have work, um and is procrastination a form uh-huh. of self-sabotage? And again, Absolutely. I think the 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 caveat here is, assuming that the procrastination isn't as a result of something else. Like if someone is neurodivergent and they have ADHD or some kind, then there are very specific Uh medical reasons why they might. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, we've spoken about it before. Perfectionism, wanting, you know, things to be absolutely perfect before you begin or, you know, not Uh beginning because things are very seldom perfect. That is an example of, limiting yourself, of sabotaging yourself, because then you're never going to start.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And we know this because here we are. You spoke about earlier on at the beginning. As human beings, we are wired not just to survive. And survive is instinct, right? But we are wired to thrive. There is an infrastructure in the human brain that, that we are designed to thrive. And that is, this is about evolving from shifting from instinct to intuition. And what I'm saying here is that we know because there is that inner voice, that inner instruction, that inner propulsion that says to us you can do, you can be more than this. You know. So we procrastinate but we know within ourselves and we may do all sorts of things to distract that voice and pretend that we didn't hear but we know it. And then we can put all sorts of crutches in the way of us doing what we need to do in order to advance ourselves, to take ourselves to that next step. Th- that is the thriving, and we suffocate that within us. That is the saboteur.
0: We often hear about this idea of the imposter syndrome, so feeling as if you are an imposter that wherever you mm. are, and it's particularly with with regards to work, that you know whatever you have, the position you have, uh, is not real. And at some point, everyone will realize that you are a fraud. Right. And I wonder if the imposter syndrome, when you feel that way, especially. Chronically or habitually, it's like a thing you feel about. You feel that way quite often. If that could often indicate, because our feelings are these, they're like lights on the dashboard. They tell you what is happening under the bonnet. So if you're feeling yeah. that way, that it can indicate that it, there is the potential for self-sabotaging behavior. If you are feeling all the time that you don't deserve to be where you are, that you are a fraud, right. when you aren't a fraud, that right. they could something, there could be something there where you are limiting yourself and then potentially sabotaging yourself.
1: Absolutely. And it's one thing. And I mean, I'm the first one to raise my hand and say, I know that the imposter syndrome lives here. Right. And because, again, I'm caught my own worst critic. Nothing is really ever good enough. And on some level, I know it is. And yet there is that, that imposter voice within that is the saboteur. Where it really comes to where the rubber meets the road is when you then allow that to stop you from doing what you need to do. It's one thing to say. So the way to break through that is to take the necessary actions in spite of. So even though I feel I am inadequate, I will still do what I need to do. The self saboteur is when we then say, I know, no, no, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to make it. And therefore don't even bother to try. Mm -hmm. And
0: then stay small. And so then, what is the, how do you begin to not sabotage yourself? Especially when so much of uh, the sabotage is about not doing things. I'm not going to try that thing. I'm not going to apply for the job. I'm not going to apply for the promotion. I'm not going to try in the relationship because, well, it's going to end anyway. Or I don't deserve Uh it. How do you, because it feels like it's very, uh, very
1: big work that's required to, Get out of your own way, essentially. Indeed. Indeed. For us to evolve, you know, and I talk about evolution is not about whether we're going to grow tails or not. It is our evolution in consciousness. It is about how do we uproot that? And one of the things we can do is to sit with ourselves, to recognize. We talk about the the thieves and robbers of our lives. And, you know, there's that expression that says, protect me from myself. I'll take care of the enemies myself. Protect me from myself because I am, I have the potential to be my own worst enemy by the things I am likely to do to sabotage myself. And therefore, the most important thing is that we can't change what we don't see. So we need to be present enough to recognize how this archetype shows up in our world to recognize that whenever I am at a crossroads where I have an opportunity to say something to do something that is can advance me that will honor my truth how do i in those crossroads choose the lesser of the possibilities mm. And we will find these patterns. Simplest, again, we are in January, almost at the end. You know, we know, so many of us know that perhaps we could do a little bit better in being healthier. But not only do we not choose not to exercise, but even worse so, we choose diets and lifestyles that are counterproductive. And it is to what extent Do we recognize that? And it's going to take action. We've got to face and slay the dragon within. That is the biggest dragon in our Mm lives. It is the dragon within. That is the saboteur. To take the necessary action, to make the effort, to put the necessary investment in, advancing our ourselves. It is our own empowerment that is the biggest challenge. It is not how other people are going to sabotage us. It is how we are going to sabotage ourselves. Yeah.
0: And it's also so interesting that one of the ways that's quite crucial for helping you get out of your own way, stop sabotaging yourself, is to do stuff. Do the difficult thing. Do the scary Take thing. The do action. the thing. But also, you and I am very guilty of this. Of You can also do too much which can also sabotage you. So Mm -hmm. overextending yourself, uh, pushing yourself Mm -hmm. too far. I was saying to um, Peter, who's our technical producer, that the last time I took a proper holiday, and it occurred to me uh, this week, actually, the last time I took an actual factual proper holiday was 10 years ago. And that Mm. that seems like a pretty sure way of sabotaging myself, that not resting Mm -hmm. for 10 years is a pretty, it almost guarantees that the wheels are going to come off. And Uh I thought it was so interesting that, so not doing enough, not doing the things that are, that you want to, that are scary, that push you, Mm. can be the things that sabotage you. But also Uh overextending yourself, doing Mm. too much, is also a way of sabotaging yourself. Like not going on holiday for 10 years.
1: Absolutely. Taking the necessary breaks. I mean, if we look at medicine, medicine, right, is meant to assist you, to help you get better, Mm -hmm. secure, or whatever. But if you overdose, then you are sabotaging yourself. And that is the, the, the exact thing, the picture that you're painting about overdoing, about excessively to the point that it erodes the very energy that we need to keep ourselves going. And so it is, you know, it sits on both sides of the pendulum And I guess the greatest challenge of life is to find that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. We will never, it will never be a straight line. But it is to be present enough to see that I have now gone overboard, either excessively or excessively in the the too much or too little, the hyper or the hypo activity. And also, that part of this
0: work seems to be not in the big things, actually. And I mean, we started this conversation about a lot of the ways in which I think we all, in some ways, sabotage ourselves is often in the little things, right? It's not this big conspiracy that, you know, you're doing, it is in the right. little things. And so, similarly, to get out of that, get out of that place and start uh-huh. kind of reversing it is also right. in.
1: The small action. Yes. Absolutely. The necessary. You know, the, the, let's do the necessary. So, for example, oh, I do want to get my degree and so on. What is the necessary? It is that I need to register. That is the necessary. So what is the smallest unit that will catapult me forward? It is if I'm, you know, too much sugar is bad for me. So what is the smallest unit of action? And it is perhaps how do I wean myself of it? but be consistent in my actions. It is that discipline of doing it not because it's pleasant, not be, but because it matters. And the, one of the problems or the ways in which is that we count the cost at the expense of the value of doing what needs to be done.
0: So when you say count the cost at the expense of the value, so if I'm someone that needs to, oh, I don't know, exercise more, um, yes. but... Mm, It would be, it would hurt. It's going to take some time. I really don't feel like it. Uh So the cost would be, I'd have to get out of bed if you're exercising in the morning, or Mm -hmm. I have to make time after work. Mm -hmm. But the value, of course, is if you keep doing it, it's, you know, predominantly Uh great for your mental health. It's great Uh, for your physical health. It's great for your spiritual health. Um, Uh So, you know, in the short term, looking at what it's going to cost me now over
1: if I do this thing, despite this cost, this is what I'm going to get. Absolutely. That is majoring in the minors. instead of looking at the value of doing what needs to be done. Mm. We get caught up in the cost of it, you know, and you hear people say, Oh, I don't have money for this, but right. And then you look at, okay, so, um, here are pockets of where your money is going. This is where you could actually rechannel these resources in this way and that way, and, and be able to do what you actually really need to be doing. And the convenient one of what you can do at the smallest level
0: mm. and just a final question you mentioned that it you know when we speak about um the saboteur it's an archetype it mm. being an archetype does that mean it is inevitable or it is just yes. a, i guess a way in which i mean how do we make sense of archetypes because i think even that can frame how we behave if we believe certain yeah. things are just inevitable then you might think, well, then what is the point of trying if I'm going to try and sabotage myself? Or is it a, Mm -hmm. how do we make sense of archetypes? How do we make them useful for us and not have them limit us, I guess?
1: Right. The, The archetype allows us to see it at an impersonal level, right? As a stencil of, of, Of of how we are wired as human beings, right? So if we talk about those four, those are collectively in all of us and they reverberate at different levels of our lives as I was saying earlier on, at the individual level, how do I sabotage myself? And then we kind of extend ourselves and we look at ways in which our family, for example, as the smallest collective that we are part of, how we may sabotage ourselves. So for example, oh, um, you know, we're saying, uh, people will say, oh no, it runs enough family for us to do this that and the other right and therefore it means i don't have to make an effort because look not nobody has ever made it beyond metric. nobody has ever achieved this and the other so therefore it means we are doomed to this fate And, and that is the collective saboteur at the family level and then we can look at it at the communal level and again to the biggest level of the macro of our humanity, ways in which we collectively um, sabotage ourselves. But the biggest, the smallest unit is to look at how it plays out in myself. And we can then, we then have the choice, again, to sabotage ourselves by resigning ourselves to it as fate or to say this is the biggest crossroads I, you know, point in my life. So, for example, if in my family, everybody, nobody has made it, past metric that is going to be the biggest crossroads you will have to navigate because when you do cross that and you break through that some people call it transgenerational curses when you break through that it is the biggest way in, you, in which you have catapulted yourself in your life because you have broken through a barrier that has lived not only in yourself but in your most immediate system which is your family mm.
0: Dr. Gianem, as always, great talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
1: Thank you, and very good Sunday to everyone. That is
0: our resident clinical psychologist, Dr. Kosi Gianna. If there's a topic you'd like for us to discuss, send it through on our WhatsApp line on 072-702-1702 or send me an email at gogs at